Yeah, we don't have any coffee here. Yeah, because you're uh, I don't even know how you live. It's disgraceful. Is it? I I think coffee's not very good. Yeah, you're wrong. Nonetheless, welcome everybody. Hey guys, to the Bright Side Podcast. Hey, 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 what? So welcome back. Usually we record at six thirty. Uh huh. In the morning. Today we're we're doing things a little different. Yeah. You we might seem a little bit more chipper than usual, and that's because we're recording at six a.m. 6 a.m. Instead of 6.30. (laughs) So 30 minutes of our normal uh, day has not passed yet. That's right. Which means, man, the possibilities are endless. The Yeah, you're you're right. They were there. And that also means it could be, it could have been uh, 30 more minutes of content for you all. Um, But that's not going to be the case today. It's not because, frankly, we got things to do. I mean, why? Well, Why especially would, Stuart has things to yeah, do. Yeah, I've got I've got some really important things to do. Um, <laughs> frankly, yeah, he's actually meeting with a CEO. Various, yeah, I've I've got various things that I need to do. Yeah. So, hey, hey, man, how have you been? Oh man. <laughs> he was just telling me about getting stung by one of his bees. <laughs> yeah, one of my ladies attacked me. Um, so that was fun. Why would you say it like that? <laughs> is that like a jargon thing in the bee world? I don't know. One of my maybe. Ladies. One of my ladies. Also, I mean, would, it, it wouldn't would, it be it was, a guy. No, but there's one queen. Yep. Are there a lot of ladies? Yeah, the vast majority of the bees are female. So how do they make baby bees? So, do those ladies just not reproduce? Let me tell you about the birds and the bees. <laughs> <laughs> No, so there are uh, there are male bees, and um, aside from mating with the queen, all they do is spend their life eating honey, just gorging themselves. They don't do anything else. Bro, what? They don't go collect. Can they you don't bring imagine? In. <laughs> That's basically my life now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I mean, you got a queen, and she's like the designated queen, obviously, and then all the worker bees are female. How do they choose the queen? That's a great question. Because um, that's crazy, man. It's like a special larvae that they choose. And um, yeah, and she mates one time. One time, and that's it. And she's what? good to go for the rest of her laying days. Wait, she only mates once? Yep. So I don't. Do the other females? I don't pretend to understand how that works. Do the other females mate? Because they lay like thousands of eggs. Uh,. Yeah, they'll uh, no, they do not. Whoa, what the heck? So yeah, the next I queen know, I will think about bees. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Though. So once you have a mated queen, in other words, your male bees are just kind of chilling out. They just eat honey. Yeah. So So imagine being a male bee born out of like <laughs> tens of thousands of all these female bees. Yeah. And the queen's already mated and you're like, "Well, and you're like, cool. My life's purpose just is just eat. to hang out." Yeah. Yeah. Mom. I guess yeah, like I guess I'll just eat. Mom. Cool. Bring me the Fanta. <laughs> it's really lame. But yeah, I wasn't even like, well, I was. I was I was probably like four inches from the entrance just watching them. And I've done this several times. Sure. Uh, I've been going in there unsuited, unveiled, you know, just doing it. <laughs> unveiled face. Um, <laughs> and for whatever reason, this one really angry bee came out and got me right on the ear. God. Yeah, I wasn't very happy about it. Pulled Pro- the stinger out. Oh, and then, nice, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, like a like a man. And um, 
we were planting wildflower seeds, so I was scratching the ground up probably 20 foot away from the hive. Yeah. So a good rule of thumb is to say about six feet away from the hive if you don't want to, like, possibly get stung or, you know, get their the guard bees coming after you. Yeah. I was plenty far away, and one of the bees came at me again, and it was, like, flying at my face, and I was like, I really don't want to get stung again in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and once they start doing it, you can either, like, you know, get away, and they'll leave you alone, and, but I had stuff to do, so... Yeah, I swatted her down and then killed it. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a man. Yeah, like a real man. Like a real man. (laughs) Anyways, that was my fun uh, bee attack experience. Well, hey, I'm glad to hear that everything's going really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) uber allergic, which is good, right? I don't know how many bees it would take to get like, what do they call that, anaphylactic shock or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's 100 for the average man. A hundred bees? I feel like I remember... Yeah, for, you know, just your average honeybee. I think it's a hundred stings would send someone into... Do you think the location of the sting matters? I think so. If like, got if stung, you got stung a like hundred times, the... or even, like, ten times in the throat, <laughs> would you... I feel like if that you would get, close your... Yeah, like, if you, know? you open your mouth and they sting you, if they go in your mouth and sting you. Uh, I was talking about... I no, guess I, I know, say throat. Like outside. But yeah. I'm saying, what about... That would be bad. If you, like, get stung, you know, <laughs> where the sun don't shine. On the pinky toe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that would uh, that would be bad. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to go try it. Yeah, we should experiment. Sure. I think so. Well, well everybody, I'm sorry about that. Um, we'll edit that out. Anyways. I don't know, man. <laughs> so early it's it's early um yeah look at you you're all dressed up you got your slacks on your yeah, polo yeah you know i'm going into the office these days going into the office so what's that been like it blows <laughs> um i wouldn't know what that's like yeah it's one of the dumbest things that modern america has come up with is the office the office uh we got a new hire he's great like the guy a lot and i'm training him so so he'll probably like not advance very far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'll probably get fired within the year <laughs> if I'm training him. Uh, now, um, so while he's being trained up, I'll have to go into the office pretty much every day. Yeah, and so that's a good. He still he still doesn't. Even, he's been working with us for a month. He does not even have access to his Air Force computer yet, and he's had his Air Force computer since day one. Does the Air Force issue those? Yeah. Or do they have to like approve them or whatever? No, they just they give them away. That's classic military. Yeah, he doesn't have his CAC, his common access card. Uh-huh. And it's been a month. <laughs> and he's done everything for it. People just like don't do their job. So can he like not do his work with us if he's No, he, he he all he's been able to do is like some training that I've come up with. <laughs> but but frankly <laughs> I'm running out of ideas. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. he, Yeah. It's... That's sad. I mean, easy paycheck, I guess. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's how it was when I first started, too. Like, it was... <laughs> oh, it was man. pretty much a month of not the really... The secret crazy. to an easy work life is to become an engineer. Not easy. And then... That's true. Work for a government contractor uh, and not do anything for at least your first month. And then... And after that, you'll start working. But for that month... <laughs> <laughs> It's like sipping margaritas. So moral, it's worth it. 
yeah. go be an engineer. Don't become an engineer. <laughs> if I could give you any piece of advice, <laughs> it would be to not become an engineer. Someone in college used to be like, oh, yeah. Well, I used to say this, too. So <laughs> I wasn't I'm mo- someone. I'm mocking. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it was me and someone else used to say, oh, yeah. You work really hard in college so you can have a lot of fun when you're actually like in your work life by becoming an engineer because it's so hard to get a degree versus you pursue some easier degree Uh and you have a lot of fun in college, but then your work life sucks. And what I'm finding out now (laughs) is that the truth of the, (laughs) of an engineering degree is that you work really, really, really hard in college. You really hard, you know, and you're like, Oh, I'm going to make so much money. It's going to be great. And then your work life sucks. (laughs) So (laughs) just don't become an engineer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that's kind of a, I've had this conversation so many times with so many people (laughs) of like, if when I graduated, people were paying what they paid now, there's no way I would have went to college. No, absolutely not. And you know what? Looking back, even if they weren't, do what? Like when you graduated high school? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, starting you out 20 bucks an hour, no yeah. discernible skills. They'll yeah. train you up. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I don't understand it. Um, I don't either. I, I, I don't think I understood the idea of money when I graduated high school well enough to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I should, why would I go to college? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And why it was this thing that's this like, thing? It's so looked down upon yeah, to get, go to trade school or something. So that's the thing. I think that, yeah, that's it. I didn't even like, I just like picked a degree because yeah. some people that we knew like had it, uh, you know, close family friends. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh. And my reasoning was, well, I don't want to be a ditch digger or flip burgers the rest of my life. So yeah, I better go to college. I re- my, and that's my, it. Um, Someone used to be like, oh, you go to college so that you don't have to be a plumber for the rest of your life. Bro, I would so much rather be a plumber right now. And meanwhile, they're making bank. They're killing it. <laughs> and they have and, way more freedom yeah. <laughs> than me. Uh, and you could have your own business. Yeah. You could have a yeah. business. So dumb. Anyway. Um, but now I feel like I'm I'm not too far into it. You're never too far into it to like not. Yeah, you know, to get away. Exactly. That we have that going for us. But the, I feel that way a little bit, if that makes sense. I'm like, ah, jeez. I'm like at the point now <laughs> where if I stay working in the corporate world, like life will be pretty good later on. So, did you listen to <laughs> um, Dan and Brian's latest? Dan and Eric's. Sorry, sorry, Eric. <laughs> Their latest WW. The Wilderness Warrior. Uh, How to Survive the Great Reset. Yeah. I have not listened to it. Okay, you should. Yeah. Because, (laughs) you know, know, this is not something to be overly dogmatic about, obviously. But their whole point is that you just should get out of the corporate (laughs) environment. (laughs) Yeah. It it would be dumb not to. Yeah. Um, Because of things like the Great Reset, uh, you know. Right. Being enacted or a possibility. Mm Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I texted Dan, and I was like, nothing makes me want to just rage quit my job tomorrow <laughs> more than listening to you and Eric talk about the corporate structure. Yeah. 
And he was like, yep. <laughs> Classic Dan. Classic Dan. Coming in with the great sage wisdom. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good episode. I, he, I Dan actually talked about that over the last Men's Feast. Um, yeah. Which I was not there. there. Because <laughs> too busy not being a man that Baby. night. Um, yeah, no, it's, yeah, I'll have to give it a listen. I'm sure it's really good. Yeah. Anyways. It's excellent. This has been a really fun conversation. Yeah, I agree. For everybody. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, well, let me ask you something. Sure. Okay. So you say you have no discernible skills. Oh, I, I didn't say I had no discernible oh, skills. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. I'm saying coming out of high school. Oh, yes. If I could get hired somewhere and they'd pay me that much with no discernible skills, like that's that would be a dumb thing to pass up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I misunderstood. Like the alternative to go to college... Or the 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 choice to go to college over that to me is like that's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I totally yeah. agree. Yep, I, I do agree. And um, I'm more. I am talking mostly with trades in mind. Yeah. When I say that, not like um, working at the at Old Navy or something. Right. However, factories now, like just typical production factory worker jobs, are also paying like that or more. Yeah. Um, so not that I would want to advise somebody now, a young guy now, uh, graduating high school and trying to choose what he decide what he want to do with his life. Not that I would say, hey, you got to go be a production worker in a factory for the rest <laughs> of your life. I, I wouldn't recommend that. However, I would say if you want to do that for like a few years, mm. go for it. Sure. Well, there's a, you know, what you could do is uh, sometimes they'll, if you're on a production floor, and you express, especially if you're young, and mm-hmm. you express interest mm-hmm. in the more maintenance side of things. Yep, like exactly. Welding. Yep. Um, fabrication. Yep. And machining. they will train you. In They'll that. train you up. Yep. Yeah. Because they, you know. Yep. Why would they not? Yeah. And then, just yeah, leave. it's cheaper for them to have a electrician or a welder on staff. Yeah. And then yeah, like you said, just leave after a while. And just yeah, if you if you want to start your own business, right? Get out. You exactly. Know? You have all the skills. You made some coin. You got trained up there. Yeah, exactly. Um, You'll yeah, have. The, I think uh, that's a. I think it's a fine plan. And it's sort. Of, you know, you're paying your dues because mm-hmm. working on a production floor is no. Uh, it's no walk in the park. You know. Um, <laughs> so it know, teaches man. you some good things. I uh, had an internship. Uh, you know, when I was working on my degree, and the other dude who was also interning with me worked at a, a Nike factory in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. And told me about his job. (laughs) And it sounded awful. He had, like, three (laughs) duties. They, like, rotated people in the plant. And he literally, like, pushed a button. Yeah. At one station. At the next station, he pulled a lever. (laughs) And just standing there, pushing a button all day long. And I'm like, could you imagine how demoralizing that would be? Like, there are days in the the office where I'm like, my life is meaningless. They couldn't automate this? Yeah. And you got a guy pushing a button. Like, holy cow. Okay, well, I should, uh, yeah. But hey, if they're going to pay you 20 bucks an hour to push a button, you know? Yeah, yeah listen to some pods. Some audio books, you know? I don't think there's enough no, that, that, in the would, world. that would be really bad. That'd be awful. I went to an internship, and it was a aluminum recycling plant. Mm. And so the engineers, basically all they're doing is new construction on the plant yeah. to ensure the process is efficient. Which is, you know, pretty par for the course for production. Sure. And um, 
the actual production work uh-huh. was miserable. <laughs> Man, I'm, I mean, like act like horrible. Yeah, and I know because they made us for the first three weeks of our internship yeah. cycle through the three different stages of production. Uh huh. So the first one, all you're doing, all day, and it's horrible, is you're looking at these massive bales of crushed aluminum cans, and you are using um, bolt cutters to cut the steel wire off of them, and then you're removing the steel wire out from under the bale, which it's like a it's like an eight gauge wire, uh-huh. so it's pretty. Yeah, I mean, compared to your hand, it's you're right. small. And you have gloves on. Yep. And you're trying to rip that thing out from under, like, a 200-pound bale of aluminum. And it's hard. <laughs> and it sucks. Yeah. And I would not recommend it. <laughs> and then the next one, you're not doing anything. So it's like the button-pushing thing. Uh, okay, yeah. Except yeah. less than that. Yeah. But it's in the furnace room. Uh-huh. So it's, like, 200 degrees. So you're, well, it's, you know, it's right. not 200 degrees. Right, but it's, but it's warm. Very warm. And you're in all these flame-retardant clothing. Right. So it's even warmer. Yep. And all you're doing all day is just walking around. (laughs) Just, like, making sure the place doesn't explode. Yeah, yeah. The third one is, it's, like, two hours of nothing where you're sitting there looking on your phone. Yeah. And then it's one hour of, like, oh, my God, everybody's about to die. (laughs) Because the aluminum's being cast into the ingots. Right. So you have to do all this stuff. Yeah. As it goes on. Anyway, um, that's it. Then the next plant that I interned at was more like everyone just sat there and uh, pressed okay. the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so chill. So where I interned was a power plant. It was actually really interesting. Oh, I'm sure. Just to like learn about power generation and everything. Uh, but yeah, oh man, probably the worst moment <laughs> that I've had there was when I was walking the floor because we just got bored and like we could just go walk around, you know. Yeah, and I was the safety intern, so <laughs> for sure everyone's favorite employee. Um, and there was this dude in the plant, and so they've got like hearing protection, like enforcement, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Expected to wear hearing protection. Loud stuff going on there. There was a dude like doing like legit work, pipe fitter. You know, didn't have his uh, his hearing protection on, mm. and you had to like yell normally when you didn't have hearing protection on just to hear you know whoever <laughs> but then with these muffs you really got to yell you're <laughs> um so you could either get muffs or you could get like your standard like little uh you know expanding little yeah. styrofoam earplugs this thing that they just like have in the dispenser yep. yeah yep which is those it, things the whole thing man. is so bizarre you're suited up you walk to the door, you turn, you crank this little wheel, it spits out these earplugs, yeah. you put them in, and then you go on the floor, and then you're just there yeah. all day long. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. And you get Anyways, like I was walking the floor. Break. Yeah, you get a, you go, like, oh, we'll, we'll give you a break here. You're allowed to go take a break. You want to go pee? Oh, well, maybe your, in 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, Joe's, Joe's peeing right now. We can't have too many of y'all. Come. Yeah, we need buttons pushed. Uh <laughs> Buttons aren't going to push themselves. <laughs> so I was walking, saw this guy working, and noticed he didn't have his hearing protection on. So Ooh. me being the safety intern that I was, the vigilant, rule-following, uh, caring safety intern, go up to the guy <laughs> who's got to be like 40 years older than me. I don't know. Yeah, probably killed a man. For, yeah, probably. Uh, he was a big dude. And I was like, hey, sir. 
I'm gonna need you to put your hearing protection on for me. <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> he turns up, drops everything he's doing, looks up at me and goes, what? And I was like, uh, your hearing protection. Oh, You're supposed man. to have that on. He, and he, he stared at me into my into the depths of my soul yeah, while yeah. he was putting them on. Didn't say anything <laughs> else. And I said thank you and kept walking because I didn't want to die. So, As the way that only those grizzled <sighs> manufacturing floor workers can yeah. just put the fear of God in you <laughs> when you do something. The dude undoubtedly went home and had a conversation with his wife about the idiot safety intern who made me put my hearing protection on. Yeah. And then he, he, you know, drank a fifth of vodka. (laughs) That's horrible. Yeah, I had one. It was in the second um, poorest county in Missouri. So, yeah. That was like the only place to work. So he's like, I want to get workers comp. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me such a. It was such a weird place. So I had, I was an engineering intern and they had this big push while I was there where all oh, the engineers need to start caring more about safety. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. of course, the safety guy that right. decided that was a good idea. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. So as an intern, I was technically, you know, an engineer. And so I had to participate. Never met any of these guys before. They're all, like, look like they were in Vietnam. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, they're just more manly than me. <laughs> And uh, didn't help that they all had their Vietnam caps on. Yeah, <laughs> <Vietnam>. <laughs> just set on top of their head. <laughs> and uh, they're you know they're all maintenance guys too, so they're actually very skilled. Yeah, it's not like the button pushers, right? So they're the worst ones to deal with because they're just more skilled than I am <laughs> as an engineer. And um, I had to go around and I had to find all well, not all of them, but a group of them, a mm-hmm. list. And here's the questions that I had to ask them. Number one, have you felt safe over the past month? Which is a gay question. Um, number two, what can we do, the engineers, to make you feel more safe? <laughs> Who came up with the questions? The safety guy? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so and probably just a joke. Yeah. I bet you he was just pulling one over on us. <laughs> number three, what was number three? It was something like, you know, if you could change one thing about working here, what would it be? And I'm like, what am I, HR? Yeah, really. So they all answered no to the first one, which then leads the second one to be kind of awkward. Yeah. Uh, so they said, I don't know. And then the third one, they said, uh, I would, like most of them said, I would get a job somewhere else. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got to be like, all right. Yeah. Thanks for talking with me. Right. And uh, catch you later. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's that's rough. If you could do anything for work, what would it be? I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> like if you had, if you got fired tomorrow, yeah, what would you do? Uh, and you couldn't like try to find the same job elsewhere for okay. whatever reason. Okay, like what do you think you'd try and do? Um, uh, I'd go take a vacation, like a real vacation. Yeah, right on. Um. <laughs> and then after I did all that, I don't know, man. Um, if I couldn't do what I did now, what would I do? I'd probably try to pursue a trade um, of some yeah. sort. Probably electrician. That's just always, I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff. 
Now, you used to really want to be a bush pilot in Canada. Oh, that's cool. Um, so if I could <laughs> do something like that around here, that would be super cool. Yeah. Do they crop dust around here? Uh, they crop dust in Idaho. I was yeah. watching a crop duster go by like for an hour because one of my dudes that <laughs> he was late for an appointment and that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think I'd want to do woodworking full time. Would you? I think I have to. Yeah, that's what I've decided recently because I really enjoy it, actually. That's awesome. But so that episode of Wilderness Warrior I was talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dan drops this line uh-huh. where he goes, yeah, we have people in the church that are a little bit more well off and they've expressed willingness to pay for other men in the church to go to trade school. And I'm like, bro, when did this happen? Yeah. And also, does does anyone know? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, like, but I mean, like, when I look at the approach for trade school and look at how much it is, it's really not, for me, like the money thing. Just because I went to college and I'm like... <laughs> That's how much they want for this trade school. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> right. I'll go. Shut up and take yeah. my money. <laughs> so for that, the money commitment's not an issue for me. It's definitely like the time aspect, yeah. and not just the time to complete the course work, um, and you know, come out with as like an apprentice, whatever. Um, the problem is, is for me right now, my hurdle is, okay, so you're looking at five years minimum to at least become a journeyman. Right. And when you've already started a family yeah. in Utah, that makes things a little difficult. Yeah. On the Wasatch Front, where, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not cheap to it live here. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. It's kind of becoming a new California. Yeah. That's a good point, man. So. That is a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, uh, Yep. Well, man, what what did you have? What I'm curious what you wanted to talk about. Oh, really? Yeah. Just that. I just wanted to talk to you about work. Oh, really? Yeah, I've just been thinking about Interesting. it. Interesting. But another thing that I've been thinking about uh-huh. that I, What do you think about ghosts? Uh, didn't you like tweet about this the other day? Yeah. Dude, I had like what I thought to uh-huh. be a really cool idea about ghosts yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And it got no attention on Twitter. The the weeping and gnashing of teeth, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Um what do I think of ghosts as in like human spirit type things? I guess my question is, do you believe in ghosts? I do. You, well, that's do you, why I'm trying to define what you mean. Yeah. By ghosts. Okay. Like, yeah. I understand. Do you believe that a human spirit can remain here in ghost form? Uh, no. Okay. Why? <laughs> um, well, uh, show me, show me an example in the Bible, blatantly. Oh, where dude. there's a ghost, like um, a human ghost. Um, Samuel is called up by the that witch, that witch lady, the medium. Okay, um, so that's where you mix in some like demonic, obviously demonic things. Yeah. So I believe in angels and demons, of course. I don't think that if Vin died, you could just. Make an apparition of yourself to appear before somebody. Well, yeah, I don't think I could either. But then again, Samuel did. 
and it was brought on by a by demonic practice yeah. of a medium. So that's obviously it was God saying, "Yes, you can go talk to sure King Saul." But but, you, but that's a that's a special right. ghost in the classical sense. No, I, I don't. I don't think like if if you and Allie grew old here and died that you'd be haunting the house or Jace Jace's house. I don't think it's haunted by whoever. That house could be haunted. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I mean, it's like old. looking at it, it, it fits the the classic. But that's a haunted if, house. But what if, what if they were unbelievers? What do you mean? Like here, here's where what I'm if who at. was unbelievers? What if Jace, yeah, and Raina were un, or what if Allie and I were unbelievers? Like this is what I'm getting at. Um, I don't see anything in scripture, and I could be. I mean, I I've been wrong before today. So, and it's six a.m. Um. <laughs> I don't see anything in scripture that I can remember that explicitly tells you what happens to the souls of unbelievers before the resurrection. True. When they die. Yep. With Christians, it says my spirit departs and I'm with the Lord. Yep. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But for unbelievers, I don't know. But what you do know is that Jesus talks about a lake of fire. Mm -hmm. He also talks about an outer darkness. Yep. And normally when you're looking at ghosts uh, people will try to tell you there's like friendly ghosts or whatever I, I, whatever I don't know Casper man the Casper, friendly ghost Casper is a very friendly ghost um, but normally when you're talking about ghosts you're talking about like a legit haunting where sure th- there's bad things going on right typically that's what's associated when people talk about ghosts right yeah. Who, who's to say that that's not their spirits being given over to their sin yeah like, I don't know. It could be. but w- It's there, a fun thought. Yeah, it's kind of, it's, fu- I don't know. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Maybe fun's the wrong word. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's like any other type of way secondary yeah, yeah, issue, yeah. right? Like, like, it's just. We don't know. Yeah. But the reason I really started thinking about it was because I was listening to this Astonishing Legends episode. Shout out to Asp- Astonishing Legends. I think that's a pretty entertaining show. I've never heard of it. Oh, but. it's a cool podcast, I think. They did a great bit on Skinwalker Ranch, and that's what got me hooked. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure they've never heard of <laughs> Brightside Podcast either. No, they've never, <laughs> so who cares? Copyright, whatever. Um, they were doing this episode where they went to this, you know, quote, haunted house, Yeah. and they were doing their little test or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whole team of people, uh-huh. you know, and some 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 stuff happened. Sure. To some people that they were like, that was honestly like really weird yep. for me. Um, and I do think that humans have some instincts there because, again, I believe in the supernatural, of mm-hmm. course. So mm-hmm. there's something there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, at one point, they got this like special recorder that Sony had made in the 80s. And <laughs> it it's like... <laughs> It's it got to be from the 80s. Well, well, because it was the specific model. It's your classic. That Sony kept getting complaints about because Ghost people were like, thing. it keeps picking up random stuff and you'll like play it back and it's playing these sounds and no sound was going on. Okay. So they're like, what's happening? So people are thinking, oh, maybe it can hear uh-huh, something, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to think about that. <laughs> All I know so is funny. they... <laughs> <laughs> it is like that stuff. They put this recorder in all the ghost room. hunting equipment has to come from the eighties, <laughs> yeah. which means you know that's why the sound quality like blows, right? <laughs> but they they put this recorder in the bedroom, and they the guy said like, if anything's in here, 
and wants to talk, we're going to leave, and here's the recorder. And they, he was like, I'll be back in five minutes. And so whatever, he leaves the room. Five minutes later, comes back, gets it. And he goes downstairs, and they played this recording yeah. like on the show. Yeah. And it was very unsettling. And um, he goes downstairs and plays it, and everyone else in the room sees him just immediately. He was like, I'm done. Runs out of the room, runs to the back of the house, calls them back there, and plays it for him. And it is the most like tortured-sounding scream I've ever heard in my life that, that came on this recorder. And it sounded like it was saying something. Yeah. You know, like I thought it was saying, um, uh, like, get me out of here Mm -hmm. or I want out Mm -hmm. or whatever. They thought it was saying something else. But the thing is, it it actually did sound like discernible Mm -hmm. words. Mm -hmm. It didn't just sound like, yeah, 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 you know, and I and I was thinking like, oh, it sounds like a tortured soul is what it said to me is what it sounds like. Okay, And Mm -hmm. um, and it had the the home had a very dark past and supposedly the whole like the guy that built the house yep. was the ghost mm-hmm. that's the idea and he was like a horrible guy mm-hmm. like absolutely terrible guy and it left me wondering like who's to say like sure maybe his ghost is there and and he's in torment and he's taking it out on people like i don't know interesting um, like maybe that's the that that's the lot that he's been given for now until the resurrection. How do you feel about uh, ghost hunting? Ghost hunting? Yeah. Oh, I think you said or haunting. like what those guys were doing, like trying to. I mean, I I definitely think it's like a dumb idea. Yeah, I th- I think it's unwise. Yeah. Um, Why? they weren't. Why specifically do you think it's unwise? Well, I think that it might it cannot be. It can just be like a, a waste of time. It's either unwise or it's a waste of time. What they were doing, I see, is more of a waste of time. Like, who really cares? Um, because we're Christians. Mm-hmm. So proclaim the name of Christ, and you're safe. Of course, they're not Christians, so they don't see it that way. But it's unwise if you're using stuff like Ouija boards yep. and mediums and uh, you know seances and right. stuff like that. Now, they weren't doing any of that. Mm-hmm. They were literally just like taking a tour around the mm-hmm. house. That They do. They, they have a tour guide. And they put a recorder in a room. That was mm-hmm. it. Now, they did try to communicate. Like mm-hmm. the guy said, like, if anything's mm-hmm. here, right? you know, try and... Right. Um, which I think that's foolish. Yep. But, uh, yeah, like I think that... Well, I think it's either a waste of time or it's it's um, unsafe. It's almost like we're commanded somewhere not to seek those things out. Right, right. <laughs> but like, But it does say... It is so specific about how you're not supposed to seek them out. Yeah, but here's the problem. When you've got a guy, and you've already acknowledged that, like the the unwise portion, and I would agree with you, <clears throat> was when he said, if there's anything here. Right. Because regardless of whatever weird seance or some sort of a druid robe that, robe that you, you could put on and then get your, whip your Ouija board out and like do all these crazy <laughs> things. Druid robe. <laughs> <laughs> like you could do all of that, all these theatrical things uh, with the intent of trying to communicate with the spiritual realm. Yeah. Or you could just do what he did. Exactly. Both of which exactly. have the same intent. You're the the principle is the yep. same. You're trying to communicate with the right. dead. And that is of course strictly forbidden in right. scripture. So I think that it's dumb. Yep. 
and having having said that, I used to want to go to Ogden Cemetery at midnight and go to the children's corner because it's supposedly one of the most haunted places in yeah. the American West. Um, I now realize that not only is that stupid, it's also <laughs> sinful. Uh, and it's sinful because it's so stupid and God wants to protect us, right? Yeah. But um, I think that like if you were to just like take a tour of a haunted house or take mm-hmm. like a haunted ghost tour or yeah. whatever of yeah. Savannah, yeah. I don't think that's sinful at all. No, I mean, there's there's definitely a line, but... Uh, no, there was a time that I was super into it. Um, and that's the problem, man. Whether it's human spirit ghost or it's just a demon. Yeah. I would argue mostly it's probably the latter, I think. Sure. Um, if you're going to call things out, you're going to see something. Something's going to happen. Yeah. And it could be even just like a really unsettling yep. vibe. Right. Like one time I was, dude, one time I was camping in North Carolina mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. and it had just stormed and the storm had passed. So I was like, great, let's go for a hike. And I was walking down this trail, dude, I wasn't like 200 yards down this trail mm-hmm. when I went home I went and packed up and left because it, I legitimately was like, I, I'm being stalked by something <laughs> or someone, you know? Yeah. And, uh, in, in the moment I was like, this is dumb. Like I'm just being stupid. Right. But it has never left me. Like, I've yeah. been convinced ever since then mm-hmm. that I was really in an mm-hmm. unsafe position. Yeah. And, like, no regrets. <laughs> Even though I still think, like, probably it was just me being stupid. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It, we it went to, um, we took a, so I was in Scouts, Boy Scouts. Um, we took a trip one year to, I think it was South Dakota that year, or maybe Colorado. I don't know. We stayed at a Boy Scout camp in Oklahoma on the way, though. Like instead of getting a hotel or something, yeah. Um, and this particular camp had uh, a tornado that had hit like years prior. It killed like four boys or something. Dang. Um, yeah, pretty sad. Yeah, and um, it was weird too because it w- where it was at in Oklahoma, uh, the tornado's like path came down a hill and then went back up a hill. Typically, they don't touch down like that. Uh, yeah, and go travel up like. And yeah, it's not just a hill. We're talking like kind of sort of mountainous. Yeah, they're bad at elevation. Changes. Yeah, yeah. They typically, you know, will uh, ascend or whatever. They won't be touching the ground anymore if they're yeah. going to go. It, it, this did. Uh, so the camp was situated between two pretty good hills. Um, touched down on one hill, came down right through the middle, and went back up, and it was done. Oh, that's so weird. Um, yeah, yeah. Killed like four or five. I can't remember. Um the exact number. But anyways, uh, one of my scoutmaster's wives is super into ghost hunting. So being the, yeah, I don't know, 13-year-old kid that I was, 14-year-old, uh, I, I don't know, uh, me and my buddy were, like, super into it. <laughs> I was also really into the show Supernatural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Kind of our generation's X-Files. Yeah, it's a fun um, show. And anyways, we went to this shed that was, like, all dilapidated or maybe it was an old cabin, I can't remember. And uh, we just started doing the same sorts of things, just asking. Yeah. And uh, we saw, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but we, I can tell you, we saw something um, through in the cabin, in the shed, whatever it was, uh, old wood slats, the moonlight shining through, you know. Um, And you could see like a silhouette, like pacing back and forth, right? You could see the moonlight and then it'd be blocked. 
yeah. through the slats yeah. along the way. Same thing. Bad feeling. We were like, screw this. We're out of here. This I'm is out bad here. news. Right. Um, so whatever that was, whatever happened, I don't, I don't know. But I know that was really dumb of us to do. Yeah. And it was probably really good that we left. Yep. But the point is, is that we didn't have some crazy, like, spiritual uh, witchcraft book or something to read out of to, to conjure up something. Right. That's all it takes yeah. um, is your intent with your words. Because your words have power. Right. Um. Yeah. And, 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 and if you want to see something, if you want to go seek it out, odds are it's going to happen. Right. And it's not going to be good. No. Like it, you're, it's you're never not, good. Yeah. It's not going to be. You can't call up grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do, it's probably not grandma. Right. Like kind of what you're saying. Like it's it's very demonic. Yeah. Um. So when you ask when I if I believe in ghosts, yes, to the extent that I believe in angels and demons in the spiritual realm and. You know, maybe that's a really interesting thought. Maybe yeah, it is know. for. I wonder if there's uh, room for that. Is, is really I, yeah, what I'm getting. I don't at. know. I just had that thought and was like, that kind of sounded like weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah, that's really <laughs> interesting. Anyway, uh, we're running out of time. We are running up. I, I did want to share a story. Uh, oh, great! A news story. Yes. So I think you probably saw this, and it's it's fine if you did. Uh, but I just want to read about it because it's so stupid. <laughs> So this comes from our good friends at Not the Bee. Not the Bee. Um, title of this article, uh, by the way, uh, hot words or hashtags related to this article, LGBT transgender crazy town. Oh, dude. Mom says she's so proud because of her 15-year-old transgender son is going through menopause. I picked that same article as backup today. No kidding? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. All right. So, yeah, you heard that right. Mom says she's so proud because her 15-year-old transgender son is going through minute pause. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the only way to do this justice, like a lot of these things from Not the Bee, is just to read direct quotes from said idiot mom. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Here we go. My 15-year-old son started feeling nauseous and a bit off a couple weeks ago. He skipped dinner and headed to bed early, but the next morning he still wasn't himself. The nausea had lifted, but it was not replaced with sweats. But it was replaced with sweats and hot flashes. As a side, you every time I say himself, he, his, just replace that with the feminine pronoun because yeah. this, this is just a girl. quote from the mother. Right. The child. Yeah. The child's a girl. Yeah. Um, it couldn't have been something he ate because we'd all been eating the same food, and it would be bizarre if he cut anything because my house has been on a pretty strict lockdown for weeks due to the coronavirus pandemic. There you go. Okay. It was when we started Googling the symptoms that the penny dropped. My son was going through menopause. Once we remembered to go back and read the literature, we realized that this, the, what this was the time his body was adjusting to the drug Lucrin, or Lucrin uh, which inhibits the body's ability to make estrogen. Once that estrogen tide goes out, that's when a short and sharp menopause can hit. Apart from that, the only side effects is a potential bone brittleness from a loss of calcium, so we're being vigilant about ensuring he's keeping up with his vitamins. No big deal. For my son, those menopausal symptoms lasted only about a week. He continued to feel physically a bit off, but emotionally he was elated because he knew that the change he's been waiting for was finally occurring. Dude, As a parent, it's been a massive adjustment from having a pony-loving, curly-haired daughter to the masculine young man that lives in my house and towers over me. But what I know about parenting is that I'm just the custodian to these children living in my home. 
I'm here to love them and do what I can to help them grow into whatever they know themselves to be. So, yeah, just bad parenting 101 once more. You're not a custodian for your kids. Let's just... Speaking of the demonic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the demonic. This is demonic. Yep. Um, dude, the fact that your body will go through early onset sharp menopause mm-hmm. should be all the proof you need to know that what you're doing is completely unnatural. Yeah. Your body's desperately trying to be like, what's going on? Right. Let's course correct yep. via menopause yep. at 15 years old. Right. That. How could you possibly be like, oh, yay. No, dude, that is so messed up. It's beyond messed up. Uh, I don't really have words for it. You know what? Just another proof of father hunger. Our society desperately needs strong fathers. Yep. Because look at that mother. Absolutely confused. Yep. Incapable of raising her daughter. Right. And I don't know if she's married or, you know, has, I, I don't know. But yeah, she is very effeminate man uh, as, a, as a husband. Yeah. Definitely not the head of his household. Yeah, clearly, man, for sure. Uh, I just, it's sad. It's really sad. Oh, that's so sad. That poor girl. So welcome to the Bright Side Podcast. <laughs> we love you. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, I just... You know what? Pray for those children who yeah. are being told by their parents yeah. and being groomed yeah. by their parents. Um, you know what? Pray for the parents, too, because for the parents, it's yeah. clear where their hope is at, and it's not in the Lord. Yeah, and there's, there's only going to be despair. Yeah. All that hope will eventually become despair. So pray for them. Have pity on them. Love them. But uh, also be very frank with the the wickedness of what they're doing. Yep. Because sometimes it's the shock and the offense that is the means that the Spirit uses to change hearts. Well, guys, uh, I'm going to close this up right quick yeah. with uh, a final word just because i got to get gone. Yeah, do it, man. Um, <clears throat> so today's... <coughs> excuse me. Today's final word comes from Psalm 139. I'm going to be reading verses 14 through 16. Here we go. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being made in secret, intricately woven into the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you, guys. And go forth this week. Crush serpents with a smile. Laugh with your friends. You bet. Enjoy a nice cigar. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys. Bye.